Welcome back to the ICC podcast. My name is Taylor Bakunin, and um, today's episode is going to be kind of short and sweet, but definitely packed with a punch. Um, I think strengths and weaknesses are kind of a hard topic because there's lots of different types, right? There's physical strength and weakness, and there's emotional and social and spiritual, and all of us have... Um, gifts and talents and then a lot of us have along with those gifts and talents a lot of shortcomings and so there's definitely a lot that we could talk about but I just kind of want to go over a few main points and things that I truly believe about strengths and weaknesses and just things that I've learned from scriptures and other examples and just share them with you and help you maybe have a healthier view of your strengths and weaknesses and using them to your benefit instead of letting them tear you down. Because I think a lot of the times we we think that our weaknesses hold us back, um, or they can if we view them a certain way. And, and same thing with strengths. If we become too prideful or boastful in our strengths, sometimes, um, sorry, sometimes they can hinder us too. So I just have a few things to say about both of those. And um, yeah, so let's just go ahead and start. We'll talk, let's talk about second Nephi for a second. When um, you know Lehi is talking to his sons, and he's sharing basically from the very beginning the the power of opposition and kind of the fall of Adam and Eve and um, some principles and doctrine there. And Second Nephi two is full of a lot of stuff, but I just want to read part of verse eleven. Um, it says, "For it must needs be that there is an opposition in all things." If not so, my firstborn in the wilderness, righteousness could not be brought to pass. Neither wickedness, neither holiness, nor misery, neither good nor bad. Wherefore, all things must needs be a compound in one. So, I mean, this is just a scripture to share and to show you all that from the very beginning, opposition has been a part of the plan, not just in the world of tribulation that we're going through the learning the good and the bad the holy from the misery the sin and the glory and all of those things you know there there's opposition in our lives but also within ourselves and who we are we're we were meant to have strengths and weaknesses and that's part of the learning opportunity that comes with being here on earth um and so i just kind of wanted to point that out at the very beginning and Moving forward, just playing off of even more scripture, um, I think kind of like I mentioned earlier, a lot of times we let our weaknesses hinder us or even our strengths. And something that we need to remember and something that I've been thinking about is Heavenly Father sees us in such different ways than we see ourselves. You know, he sees us all as his children, um, children that he's created, children that he loves, and cares about and is set here to earth to learn and to grow. And I mean, he wants, like I said, he wants our success. And so if that's what he desires most of all is for our happiness and for our success, then for sure having these strengths and weaknesses that come with mortality are a part of that experience of us learning that success. like I read in 2 Nephi, having the opposition. 
and so I wanted to direct us then to Moroni 7, which is actually one of my favorite chapters in the Book of Mormon. Um, I love this chapter, and my husband and I were reading this the other day, and um, it kind of got me thinking a little bit about how we see ourselves and how that plays into our strengths and weaknesses. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read Moroni 7, and I'm going to start at verse 45. And this is, you know, towards the end of the Book of Mormon, and he's talking about, in this chapter, he talks about the ministering of angels, and he talks about faith, hope, and charity. And he says in verse 45, And charity suffereth long, and is kind, and envieth not, and is not puffed up, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, and rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, if ye have not charity, ye are nothing, for charity never faileth. Wherefore, cleave unto charity, which is the greatest of all, for all things must fail. But charity is the pure love of Christ, and it endureth forever, and whoso is found possessed of it at the last day, it shall be well with him. And so I just really loved that, and I love this idea of, you know, charity is the pure love of Christ, and through charity, you know, that is how we are seen from Heavenly Father in Christ's eyes. We're seen through that charity and that pure love and that ability to to see potential instead of instead of struggle. And they see our weaknesses. They know where we fall short. We're human. We're imperfect. And they see our great potential and our strengths. And so I wanted to take this scripture and just kind of apply that as our rule of thumb. When it comes to seeing our strengths and weaknesses, we need to see them through the eyes of Christ and through the eyes of charity. For example, in verse 45, it says that charity um, envieth not and is not puffed up, seeketh not her own, and is not easily provoked. Um, Those for instance, I feel like apply to strengths in the sense that we should not let our strengths um, become more than who we are and also kind of lead us forward in pride. We don't need to be so full of ourselves and the things that we're good at that we start to, to not see clearly. So if we're seeing our strengths through the eyes of charity, we see them in ways where we can rejoice in truth beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things. You know, we can see our strengths as ways to lift those around us, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, to help family members who may be in need, whether um, we're talking about our emotional or spiritual strengths or even just physical strengths and physical ways that we're blessed. Um so I just love, love that idea of thinking of our strengths through charity, but also our weaknesses. You know, I remember one time I was in a Sunday school class and we were talking about pride and just how uh, pride isn't just being overly boastful of the things we do, but pride is also partially um, looking down on ourselves or feeling down or, you know, calling ourselves dumb or stupid or magnifying our weaknesses in the sense that we disgrace them and hate them. Because when we do such a thing or when we look at ourselves as ugly or whatever negative connotation we want to look at ourselves as, when we do that, we deny 
um, kind of a little bit to some degree the power of God and the power he could have in our lives and we deny the ability to see ourselves the way he sees us and we kind of forget the idea that we're literally children of God children of a loving heavenly father we're princes and princesses and queens and kings and priests in this um, in his family and so it's not it's just as bad to look at ourselves above someone as it is to look at ourselves below someone that that someone had mentioned that that's just as prideful and that's something that's kind of stuck with me and so when I was reading Moroni 7 and reading these scriptures on charity I didn't feel like they just applied to our strengths and seeing ourselves above others but also when we look at our weaknesses too much and magnify those in the sense that we look at ourselves below others um and so just to finish off verse 48 says um Wherefore, my beloved brethren, pray unto the Father with all the energy of heart, that ye may be filled with this love which he hath bestowed upon all who are true followers of his Son, Jesus Christ, that ye may become the sons of God, that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is, that we may have this hope, that we may be purified even as he is pure. Amen. I just love, I love Moroni 7, and that last scripture was the one I chose to have on my missionary plaque because I truly, that's something that, you know, we're always going to have to be working at is, is charity, and I think a lot of the times we think of charity as the way that we treat others and those around us and how we love others, but I also believe that charity applies just as much to how we see ourselves, and if we love ourselves in the sense that we're not obsessed with everything we do, or like I've already mentioned, we don't seek our strengths to overpower others or use our weaknesses to empower us, but... Um, that we use that charity and that pure love to see ourselves through God's eyes and use our strengths and weaknesses to the best of our abilities to help others. Um, Because God doesn't just use our strengths, but in many instances, he uses our weaknesses. And again, I just want to say that I'm sharing these things to help with the way that we view our strengths and weaknesses and then moving forward, how we can use them. So this next example Um, comes from Exodus, and I'm just going to be speaking a little bit about Moses and his experience. So he, um, the children of Israel were in bondage um, in, in Egypt, and he was called to lead the children of Israel out of captivity and out of this bondage. And so I've just briefly going to share his experience. The Lord appears before him in the burning bush. I'm sure many of you have heard the story or know what happens. And he's talking to Moses and he's telling him that there are going to be these signs that come and that um, Moses needed to come and warn the people. And he's talking to him and this is Moses's response to the call that he had just received from the Lord, which was a a pretty big call, if we're being honest, probably bigger of a call than the callings that we'll get from the Lord. Um, but he says, Moses says unto the Lord, this is Exodus 4 verse 10. Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither heretofore, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and I am slow and of a slow tongue. 
And, you know, keep in mind, this is just one example of one prophet who felt that he had a weakness. But there are many examples throughout the scriptures and even in modern day revelation where we hear of prophets or other members of the church who have felt the weight of having a weakness against the call that the Lord has asked them to to do and accomplish. And so I'm just going to continue and just read what the Lord's response is. And again, you can go to Exodus 3 and 4 and read more about this experience. Really, the whole book of Exodus has a lot of experiences of Moses, of different weaknesses and um, triumphs. But, um, well, really, I guess the whole scripture is if we're going to go say that. But I just wanted to read what the Lord responded to him after he said those things about his what he felt his weakness was. Um, and the Lord said unto him, this is verse 11 in Exodus 4, Who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now therefore go, and I will, be, I will be with thy mouth, and teach thee what thou shalt say. Um, and I just, I love that example as well, just along with everything else that I've shared from the scriptures. You know, we need to view our weaknesses in a healthy way, right? We need to have charity for ourselves, not to the point where we just don't do anything, but to the point where we truly see our potential and we use our strengths and weaknesses in the best way. But also, um, we need to realize and recognize that weakness is part of this life, right? The opposition, the, the weaknesses and the strengths, it's part of this life. And just like Moses learned the Lord can work through our weaknesses just as well as he can work through our strengths. Um, I often, I very often feel my weaknesses and feel where I lack in life. And there are a lot of things that I'm really just not great at. And um, it's easy to focus on those things at times. But instead of focusing on them in the way where I think that I all of a sudden can't do something because of them or, you know, if I was just better at this or whatever it could be, instead of just wishing that the grass was greener on another side or wishing that that weakness wasn't there, I think it's important to nurture the weakness and make that grass green instead of um, wishing and hoping for it to always be green. And I think that comes through, like I already mentioned, charity, but also through searching with the Lord and asking him, you know, how can I use this weakness to the best of my abilities? Or as we read in Ether 12, 27, um, this is always a big scripture, of course. And I know that many of you probably um, know it by heart at this point. And it's something that I feel like I always go back to and I can learn something new from it every time. But in Ether 12, 27, it states that and it, if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. And I feel like we can read that and think like, okay, yes. Like, through my weaknesses, I can be made strong, right? But just like it mentions in Exodus and as you know Moses literally says to God well this is one of my weaknesses how am I going to do this and he just says to him like who made you who did this I will be with your mouth he says and I he will help him accomplish his work through those weaknesses and so 
I think I think before we can get to that point, though, we need to see the in our weaknesses, and then the Lord can use those weaknesses in a great way. And it takes that humility, it takes that prayer, and it takes work. But um, our weaknesses are just as important as our strengths, and that's just kind of what I wanted to talk about today and share. Um, and I think that when we value our weaknesses and we value our shortcomings, we recognize that humility and we also can gain that gift of charity. And I think the more that we're able to do that for ourselves and the more that we're able to see our own potential, um, we will also be able to see others' potential through their own strengths and weaknesses because that's another thing that's hard too is it's really, really easy sometimes to recognize other people's strengths, right? To compare and to also recognize other people's weaknesses and to judge. And that's just simply not the case. And I think a lot of the times we do that because we do that to ourselves. We're very hard on ourselves. We really see those weak spots and we also maybe even revel in some of those strengths. And because we do that in our own way and like we we see things in that way, then we, it's a lot easier to see other people in that way. So learn to see yourself through God's eyes and to see your potential and growth. Have charity for those strengths and weaknesses and use those weaknesses for the better. And also exemplify your strengths. Use those for the better as well. But then on top of that, try to see other people and their potential and the ways that their weaknesses can be made strong and how important their weaknesses are Weaknesses are uh, along with their, their strengths. Um... Like I mentioned, the grass isn't greener on the other side. You have to take care of the grass to make it green and to nourish it. So think about ways that you can improve those nourishing skills, whether it's through your scripture study or through different practices. Or, for example, I really wanted to to get better at... Um, learning the scriptures and learning gospel principles, but also learning how to apply them to my life. So I started this podcast, um, just one of the many reasons, but I, through this podcast, I've definitely seen some of my strengths become better and some of my weaknesses become better too and be used to, to do different things. So, um, make sure to, I mentioned this in my very first podcast, but pushing yourself and putting yourself in positions to grow helps those strengths and weaknesses as well. Um, I just kind of want to finish with this last little story um, that I love and just maybe it can be a little bit of a lesson for you, but I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Love Kennedy. It's honestly such an amazing movie and you've if you haven't seen it, you need to, but basically it's about this girl. Her name is Kennedy and she is diagnosed with this disease called juvenile Batten's disease and it there is not a cure for this disease and basically what happens is her body starts to shut down so first her sight goes away and she becomes basically blind and then her motor skills start to shut down and her cells are just not not taking care of their waste and um she's dying basically and she's only She dies at 16 years old, and so the story just kind of follows her from a young girl and then up until her teenage years, and it's cute because it talks about things that she really wanted to do, um, that she was accomplished to do before she died, and um, also the influence she had on those around her. But some of the things that she really wanted to do, she wanted to drive a car, uh, she wanted to be a cheerleader, and then she wanted to have boys in her life. She was 
kind of uh, really into boys. And so it's funny because there's some cute parts. She dances with some boys at a dance and um, she like is blind, but she gets in her dad's car and just drives it um, and nothing happens to her. But um, there's just like a few cute parts. And then when she's a cheerleader, uh, she's given the opportunity to cheerlead a little bit while she it's like her first year in high school and there's one day where they're at practice this is in the movie um and all the cheerleaders are sitting around and the coach comes out and she's like ladies we need to talk about being late to practice and so one of the girls pipes up and she's like I think a lot of us have a lot going on and so the coach is like okay let's just lay it all out right now everybody can talk about their problems um, and we can work some things out and so everybody just starts going around and sharing things that they're struggling with and and reasons why their life is kind of hard right now and then they finally get to Kennedy and the coach is like, Kennedy, what are you struggling with right now? You know, what's going, what's going on for you? And just a, a reminder, I'm paraphrasing all of this. You know, this is just a part of the movie. And Kennedy just says this, there's nothing, nothing wrong. And it's kind of appalling at first because she's literally blind. She's dying. She knows that she's going to die soon. And, um, she misses out on some of these opportunities. And so if anyone really had reason to complain about their lives, it would be her. She has this disease that's incurable and, um, and I'm sure life was hard for her, but she's just sitting there and telling them that it's not hard. And, uh, the coach then says, you know, why is, you know, why are things not, super bad for Kennedy right now and one of the girls pipes up and just says because Kennedy doesn't see them that way and I just really love that and I've been thinking about that the last couple days and when I think about my weaknesses or maybe even things that are hard in life or ways that I fall short I don't have to see them that way and it's definitely easy to see them that way because that's how just about everybody else sees them. But you can be the person to say that not necessarily that there's nothing wrong with you or that, you know, things aren't hard because for sure life is meant to be, like I said earlier, there's meant to be opposition. There's meant to be hard things. But but am I going to see them as ways that hinder me from accomplishing what's before me? Or am I going to use my strengths and my weaknesses to help me become the person that I desire to be and the person that Christ sees me as? Um, and I know that I have potential and everybody else on this earth has the potential to become more than what they are right now. And so choose to see them in a good way. Choose to nourish the grass um, and choose to see other people in that way, that pure love of Christ, to see them with the potential to become more. Um, I hope that you were able to take a little bit from today and think about the strengths and weaknesses that you might have. Maybe you can write them down and ponder how you're going to use both sides, the strengths and the weaknesses, to become better. Um, I'm grateful for my strengths and weaknesses and for the many lessons I've learned from them, especially over the years and the ways that I've been able to strengthen both of them. Um, thanks for tuning in this week. I, again, I'm so grateful for all of you and I hope that your week has been amazing. Of course, as always, feel free to message me on social media at the eyes to see, and I will be tuning in with you guys next week. Bye.